Can I help you? <laughs> Hello, everyone. Hello. Welcome back to another evening of D&D. We are here once again. <laughs> Mike instantly. Thank you, Mike. Uh... <laughs> Useful jobs. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you very much. <sighs> Uh, we are here once again for the Lost Kings of Adorus. Uh, we're down two members this evening, and Paul will be remoting in. Hello, Paul. Can you hear us? Hola. Uh, oh, there he is. <laughs> He's in. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, so we're going to go around the table real quick, introduce ourselves, and then I'll do a recap from uh, three weeks ago, and we'll uh, we'll pick it up. I'm John, and I play Marcus. I'm Sarah, and I play Dandelion. I'm Paul, and I play Rin. That's not Autumn. <laughs> That's not Mike. I'm not Lawrence. <laughs> and I play Shay. And I'm Don, the DM for this campaign. Uh, the last episode we had, Beneath the Streets, uh, Shay went and did some stuff in the night market and asked a couple of questions of some people uh, there. You guys rented some books uh, and are told that they're able to be rented for one week's time. Can uh, get the library invite again? <laughs> can I help you? <laughs> Thank you. Hello. Hello. I'm not evil. Uh, And then he coughed and he never spoke like that again. Uh, Because he was uh, just, you know, had a, a, yeah, rented in in quotes for for Paul. Uh, um, Said they can be rented for a week's time, but also if they don't return them, they'll just recopy them anyway. (laughs) Because people volunteer their time. Uh, so it is what it is. Uh, everybody looks around and does some stuff. You guys reconvene in the tavern. You talk about what you learned from Eladrel, as well as what Shay found in the Thieves' Guild. Uh, you're joined later by Captain Emmerich and Benjamin. Uh, Benjamin has a letter from his mother, hands it to Marcus. Marcus reads it, and it seems very impersonal, as well being signed in her full name and addressed to Benjamin, not Benny, which he tells you that she calls him. Uh, everybody looks at the letter, and then Marcus inspects it further and realizes there's a hidden message in the letter with each line having... Uh, one word further in each time. The message is, I need help. Father taken away. Heard shadowed thorns mentioned. Run. Marcus mentions this to Benjamin, and he says, well, I didn't know there was a message in it, and asks who the shadowed thorns are. Uh, you guys tell him that Jondar is or was associated with them through Fivril Blackflower, and Benjamin tells him that, great, they're dealing with Jondar, so problem solves. Mm-hmm. You know, it's going work, <laughs> to work itself out. Easy. Case Pog. closed. Yes. Case closed. Poggers. No action. Chat. He's, he's, he's balanced. He's, he's immune to problems. Uh, Captain Emmerich's like, yeah. Captain Emmerich's like, hey, Benny, you want to go uh, get some water again? Because we're really thirsty. Uh, and he's like, yeah, absolutely. He leaves, and Marcus is like, you sure about this? Sure, you sure about this? Uh, and Captain Emmerich's like, yeah, I believe that he can. He needs to be humbled in this fight, that he's showing off because he feels a kinship with the party and that uh, all that you guys have accomplished is impressive and he wants to be on your level. Um, he's playing up his skills and accomplishments and trying to seem cool. Um, and Emmerich says, if you don't want him to go, I can send him with the invasion force. Uh, you guys vote and agree that Benjamin should go with you, some willingly, some reluctantly, since Benjamin already knows so much anyway. Uh, so he, he's going at this point. Mm-hmm. Uh, Benjamin comes back downstairs, and you guys notice that he has a slight remnant of tears in his eyes, and he smiles at you all and says, The waters! As requested. Mm-hmm. He's standing there holding the tray, walks over, and sets it down in front of you and passes him out. Now, uh, where, where were we? Oh, um, uh, yes. Uh, making sure that we have a, a good plan for 
our efforts to stop Jondar and, you know, just getting some uh, additional lay of the land from Captain Emmerich. Of course. Right. Trying to make sure that we all know that we will have a, a, a part to play in how he has handled. That makes sense. And that you will be of great assistance to us in this matter. Well, I hope to, uh, you know. Paladin. Paladin, wield my wield my blade with ease. Uh, hi. There's a cat here. Hello, small beast. I'm a paladin. Paladin. Never heard of them? Can heal all matter of things. Got a shield. Um, Which small beast is it? Huh? Which small beast is it? Midna. Okay. Still, yeah. Um... But, uh, yeah, you know, if anybody, anybody gets hurt, I can, you know, heal them, paladin. Mm-hmm. Yes. It'll, uh, it'll be great. Your services and support will be greatly appreciated, and I'm sure Greymore and all of Fjordan afterwards can continue to sing songs in celebration. Oh, songs songs would be nice. Yes. I don't think I've ever had a song. There's The, the cat is singing. I <laughs> uh, can't say that I've, I've had a, people sing... For me specifically, other than there was that big parade, but there wasn't really any uh, any singing. Perhaps next time there is a parade, they will sing for you. You should get some singers. Tales of your. I can make that happen. Mm-hmm. It's a good idea. Something to look forward to uh, after everything is settled. Yes, when the when the work is done, the beast is slain. Not the cat. No, 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 no. The larger, monstrous beast of the. Man. Head of the city. Man. Well, he's sort of a beast. He's a man, but... Man you know. beast. Yes, of course. A, uh, beastly man. <laughs> Horrible. Do you think he's a beast? <laughs> I don't think he's literally a beast, but uh, it's a... Uh, you know, one of those things that people say... He probably... He knows an magic. Idiom? <laughs> I just call me an idiot, sir. No, an idiom. <laughs> I'd, yes, of course. Idi- idi- idiom. Yes. You're a well-educated paladin. <laughs> yes, of you course. know many idioms of life. I went to I went to night school. <laughs> Very familiar with, with many Is that night many... with a K <laughs> <laughs> or without a K. It's both actually. <laughs> well, the thought of this is going to like continuing education classes. <laughs> Teach me to read, please. He's got to get his G. I have these letters from my mother. <laughs> I don't. I think them. I don't know. Oh Jesus <clears throat> Christ! But yes, I'm, I'm sure that will be uh, will be great. We have sev- several evenings, right, to prepare and get yes. our uh, get our plan together. And yes. you guys have some things to accomplish beforehand. Yes, I'm sure you can be of assistance with Captain Emmerich with ensuring that those willing to fight on the side of justice and righteousness are prepared to do so at the right time. Oh, absolutely! I'll uh, I'll keep him in line and you know get everything together. Thank you. Of course, he's happy to, uh, you know, be of service, and uh, I'll just play my look part. over the table at Captain Emmerich and just smile and kind of wink at him as casually as I can. <laughs> yeah, and he just kind of closes his eyes and just nods at you. Yes, it's. Uh, it, I'm not going to use the word wonderful. This is a terrible and dangerous thing that we're doing, but the outcome, I suppose, will be wonderful. Yes, it will be for the good of the people of Fjordane and Greymore and Homeland. Yes. Peace can finally, hopefully, return one day to this people. I certainly hope so. They do deserve it after such a time. Yes. 
Thank you once again, Benjamin, for bringing this letter. I'm very sorry of the ill news that it bears. Oh, it's all right. I'm sure my mother is fine. And like I said, uh, you know, we're dealing with the uh, with the snake, snakely beast, and it'll it'll all be fine. Yes. A snake. Yes. Kind of a snake. Sure. It's. We'll have to fight a snake then. It's another one of those idioms. You, you know, cut the. Cut the head off, and the body can't wiggle anymore. Is that how it goes? <laughs> I think I've heard that one. I'm fairly certain I've heard that. famous saying. Cut yes. off the head, and it can't wiggle anymore. Exactly. Yes. Put that on a card. Mm-hmm. Or a shield. Oh, that would be good. Those would sell uh, very well, I'm sure. Yes, uh, I should write that on the inside of my shield. I can read it. Read it. You can read. Yes, I can. That's oh my great. god, Jesus Christ. <laughs> Vulpix, thank you for the hundred dollars. Oh Jesus. Thank you. Thank you, Vulpix. Good lord. Thank you so, so much. Genuinely, much appreciated. Yep. Uh, you have Married funded us for Christmas. the month. Married, <laughs> married fucking Christmas. Uh, and Siren for the reset as well with Twitch Prime. Thank you very much. 51 months. Uh, can we get some hypes in the chat for Vulpix mm-hmm. and Siren, please? Um, genuinely, thank you so, so much, Vulpix. I, we appreciate it immensely, genuinely. Mm-hmm. Um. Yeah, I could write it on the on the inside of my uh, my shield. Call it a um, uh, uh, shieldium. I was going to say a component of greatness. I think I like shieldium personally. It's fine. Yeah, it's your better. For sure. <laughs> Thank you, uh, uh, ma- Master Ray. Man. <laughs> Man. <laughs> you. Thanks, human. <laughs> Man. Human, human man. Uh, thank you. Uh, At uh, any time. Uh, <laughs> Master Rin, much appreciated. Uh, uh, I'd better get some uh, some rest at some point. Yes, it's getting quite late. Thank you. Got to sleep. You know, can't uh, can't not sleep for days. That'd be a problem. Yes, it's a terrible circumstance to be in. Yes, of course, and uh, you know, even even a paladin such as myself, a holy man, does need to sleep from time to time and tend to the needs of the flesh. Um, I'm a healer. Oh, I thought that was another shieldium. <laughs> tend to the needs of the flesh. No, 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 no. Can I inside check that? <laughs> yeah, yeah, absolutely. Is it, is it not a shieldium? Uh, not in this instance. Uh, there might be one, and we could write that on there. That, that could be good. Thirteen. I think it'd be a fleshium, right? Oh, Ooh, I do like that's that's mm. uh, that's a good one. I, I like f- fleshium. Perhaps if we just come up with some sort of uh, some weapon made of meat and flesh, that could be a, a fleshium, perhaps. Well, we come up with the, the <laughs> like a meat sword. Yeah, and then we come out with the smaller version of that. It can be the flashlight. Yes. Perfect. So. <laughs> Would be good for tending to the needs of the, the flesh. flesh. <laughs> <laughs> um, with your insight check, it's because of the the way that his speech pattern is. It's kind of difficult to tell whether or not he's bullshitting you or not because it always sounds like he's bullshitting you. Pretty much everything that he says. I um, look forward to have... seeing your prototype of this <laughs> meat sword and then fleshlight. Mm, yes, I'll have to uh, work on that. Do we have food in front of us at this point? Yes, you do. Is, is it soup? Mm-hmm. Yes. Is there like chunks of meat in the soup? 
Yes, and potatoes. Yeah, I'm going to take out one of the chunks of meat and I'm going to pull out my sling and just shoot him <laughs> with the... Uh... Where are you aiming to shoot him? Like Just like... Right in the eye. Sure. <laughs> oh! <laughs> yeah, you like hear it rocket through the air and ping off of his armor. Under attack. Oh! It was you. I barely saw you over there. When did you get here? She's been sat next to me for this entire evening. Oh, I'm sorry. You were so small, I thought you had left at some point. I, I, I know you were here, and then I went to get waters, and I came back, and we were uh, talking about things. I had things in my in my eyes, and uh, I'm very sorry I didn't... Uh... I'm reaching back into the bowl. <laughs> Bless you. Excuse Bless me. You. Grabbing another piece of meat yep. and loading it. Do you have a name for this? Uh, meat shop. <laughs> meat bolts. Meat bolt. That's what you wanted, right? Yes, that's a, a, a that is a meat weapon. Uh, Trevi meat. <laughs> Trevi meat is good. Trevi meat is good. Um, <laughs> it's a bit small for a for a trebuchet, though. Um, what are you going to do with all of this meat-based warfare? Uh, perhaps it could be. Well, the weapons could be used, and then the the meat products could be uh, uh, fed to. People that need food. Solving two problems at once. Hungry. <laughs> you beat the meat, then you serve it. Yes. That is exactly the way it is done. Yes. Particularly I, in that conversation. Order. <laughs> <laughs> um, this man's scaring me. Uh-huh. Same. <laughs> anyway, uh, I'm off to bed. You go home and work on those prototypes. I will. Uh, Dandelion, thank you for the inspiration. Make sure she's credited. This is my idea. Yes. TM. TM. What's TM mean? Uh, the Marcus? No, Trevi meat. Oh, oh sure. <laughs> All right. Understandable. This entire time, that's what we've been saying. <laughs> yes. That's ours, TM, TM. The Paladin's good night to you all. You as well. Paladin, good night. Good night. He walks off and walks up the stairs, and Captain Emmerich just, like, puts his face in his hands for a little bit and pushes his hair back. Uh, Dandelion, I'll expect 10%. Of what? The profits. From that horrible weapon you just designed. <laughs> this is a sling. No, n- never mind. I put soup in it. I just sip on my soup. <laughs> yep. <laughs> mm-hmm. Apologize for... <sighs> that guy had gotten worse when he went upstairs and came back. Yes, he seemed, uh... Hmm. I suppose one could call it uh, in a sense of despair. Distraught over potentially the worry of his mother. and Yes. You know, everyone uh, projects differently when sad. Yes, I don't think he wishes to show it, but... Uh, I, I do believe that he cares. And it clearly upset him to find out how... Much I'm sure he's missed in these letters from his mother. Yes. Does he have other letters? Honestly, I'm not sure if he could find them. It took him an hour to find this one. I waited outside and... I suppose he could have been doing something else. He doesn't seem like the most uh, put-together man. Not really. Quick to forget. Which ideally in these circumstances will be best and... Make it all the more likely that he is able to keep quiet about the plans. Yes, he 
as I said, will not remember almost any of it. Good. We will have to tell him the plan the day of. The chances of him spilling to anyone are extremely low. Good. And I will keep an eye on him. Thank you. Preparing for this. Thank you. Yes. Uh, you said that you needed to run some errands and asked me to watch Marcus for a bit, yes? Make sure that he gets some rest. I am quite tired. It would be for the best. All right. I can uh, stand watch until you return, whatever that is. All right. Very well. Uh, but I Make sure nobody comes food. in. All right. I can do that. Mm-hmm. Keep an eye on him. Thank you. He's very tired. Of course. I am. Need to sleep. I do. Well, good luck, all of you. I hope that you find uh, some helpful information at the night market. Mm. Crack off a big chunk of bread for myself mm-hmm. and dip it in the stew. Mm-hmm. And... Nom, nom, nom. Yeah, it's really good. Yep. I'm going to take that and start heading up towards my good old sleepy chamber. Very good. Because I am genuinely exhausted <laughs> I'm gonna go Marcus before you go uh, you still have the cloak I lent you the other day oh yes yes yeah. oh, here, big I'll one trade you cloaks certainly uh, thank you very good enjoy your rest Marcus thank you um, thank you for assisting her I would love to go but I feel uh I feel as though I could be a hindrance, and that is not my goal. You're also very tired, and then you might get recognized. Also that, I am a wanted criminal in this city, so mm-hmm. I'm going to go to bed and <laughs> sleep away my crimes. Is it the same day that I bought all the dream of innocence? Suppose there's only one way to find hair. out. Yes. So you still have all of that in your hair, I'm assuming. Well, what? The makeup. The makeup and... Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I have not bathed in days. Are there baths? Bath houses. Bath houses. Yeah, Damn it. here. <sighs> yep, well, it looks like the makeup's staying in my hair, so... It's we probably could like a washing a... bowl or like a... Sure, yeah, yeah, yeah. If they have like a larger basin yeah, or something yeah, like there's that. Yeah, there's like a basin. You know, go wash my face and try to... Or we go to the <laughs> <Yeah>. bathhouse. <laughs> No, I'm a wanted criminal. <laughs> not after you sleep at all. Yeah, not after I sleep at all. <laughs> Tomorrow, good as new. The crime no, stack falls off. Yep. Uh, yeah, no, I will head over towards my washroom and then to my sleeping chambers. Very good. Yeah, I'll handle the night market stuff first, then I will circle back to night Marcus. Mm. Good night Marcus to you all. <laughs> Even fewer people at the table. Right? It's just you sitting in a room reciting Goodnight Moon. <laughs> <laughs> it's writing on the chalkboard. I will not commit crimes. <laughs> yeah, Captain Emmerich walks and sits in front of Marcus's room to guard, and the three of you are sitting at the table. Shall um, we go see does... if we can find this night market? Sure thing. Uh, does the cloak that you just put on, does it have Marcus's blood all over it? Maybe. Uh, do, you you gave, to, do you want me to clean that? You gave it to him after we went and got him, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, so it was definitely sure. bloody. Yep, absolutely. Can you? I'll just I'll cast a couple, press digitation a couple times, clean mm-hmm. it up. Yeah, you clean the cloak up. 
Thank you. Of course. <laughs> Are you... Got rid of the smell. That's probably for the best. Are you <laughs> two done eating? Mm-hmm. Shall we head out? You should probably... Oh, yeah, you're probably right. At least until we get to the sewers again. Is that that's how we get there, right? Through the sewers? Yes, there is a path through mm-hmm. the sewers. That's one of the ones that you read? Mm-hmm. Yes. Very good. Alright. Let's do it. To the uh Dandelion in the cloak. Mm-hmm. Is there like a more in the black cloak that we got? Hood oh up. yeah, yeah, there's pockets <laughs> on yep. the inside of that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh you're heading back to the to the theater district. Yep, again? to the su- same sewer entrance. Sure. Yep, very good. Yeah, you guys make your way through. It's um, probably about 9 p.m. at this point. Um, The theater district is uh, bustling. The market itself has mostly closed down for the evening, all the shops and things. There's a couple stands open selling, uh, you know, mostly like street food type stuff to, you know, drunk passersby and things of that nature. But there's not really any... Uh, like big shops open at this point um, in the evening. In terms of the market, there's obviously things open on on separate streets and things. Uh, And you guys make your way into the theater district. You can hear the sounds of of the carnival going on this evening, uh, performing uh, as they had followed you to Greymore Mm. uh, a few days after you arrived. Um, You can see some street performers around and you dip your way into the familiar alley that you guys had gone into before and wait for, you know, a a carriage to pass by until the alley that you were in behind these few buildings kind of silences and you reach down and pull open this sewer grate and descend down into the familiar, slight, damp darkness of the sewer. Is it just the three of us or are Mr. Pigeon and uh, Twig? Uh, Mr. Pigeon and Twig are with you. Okay. Silently. The usual. The usual, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, and I would uh, get a, a lantern out for those of us that are visually impaired, Ren, <laughs> <laughs> and uh, lead them on the path that I know leads to Yield Thieves Guild. Yeah. So you guys make your do, way do back. Do you say it with contempt? Because if you do, I'm going to cast light. On your head. I'm not saying. I'm not saying. I was telling the DM that I was. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, good. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, so you guys make your way down this larger sewer to the uh, to the ring of several offshoots to the different districts of the city, and you make your way down the one labeled "Fake Fakements." uh, And about halfway, roughly the length of the sewer pipe, uh, you come to. On the right side, uh, hidden in the darkness between two of the uh, like moonbeams coming through the areas where the sewer grates are above, uh, you can see that there is cut out of the stone, covered by a fairly tattered red curtain, uh, a tunnel that leads out of the sewer into the some sort of a cave system uh, that seems to be hewn out and carved into this tunnel. You think that's the way? Is this the way? This is the mm-hmm. way, yes. This is the way. <laughs> <laughs> the Mandalorian comes out and mm-hmm. goes nuts. This is the way? 
Um, yeah, so you guys make your way down this tunnel, uh, one person wide, and you find that the stone turns to wood uh, after about 50 feet, uh, 100 feet, um, as it kind of winds around, and then there is a straight wooden tunnel that leads to three steps down and then a large dark oak door uh, that is currently closed. Do you think we have to knock? Mm-hmm. Yes. Uh, it said knock above the door, It did, right? that's right. Yes, it said and knock I'll above the door. I'll point out. Oh. Does it say it in common? In common, or... yes. I will knock on the door. Very good. Um... One second to go back through. Um, yeah, so you knock on the door a few times, and in the door, a panel slides open, and you see two uh, eyes staring back at you that kind of look you once over. Business. Here for the night market. The thing slides closed and the door opens up and a large half-orc stands aside and pushes his hands forward. You recognize this as Throg, uh, who steps aside and beckons his hand out. And as you step into the space, you can see that this is also carved out of wood. Uh, There's a staircase over to the left that descends down, as well as a straight-along tunnel that opens up into a much larger space. And the half-orc points you in the direction of the staircase. And this is where I would expect him to be directing us if we said we're going to the night market? Yep. Yeah, because you remember there was a second entrance. Yep. Um, I'm going to pull out and pass him five gold. Much obliged, friend. Much appreciated. You're very tiny. What are you? What do you... What do you mean? You're small and flying. Yeah. Like a big bug. I don't think I'm a bug. Am I a bug? Maybe I am. No, I don't think you're a bug. I've met a lot of bugs, and I don't think I'm any of those. Never seen anything like you. Did we have a thieves' handshake? <laughs> I think we got it from the uh, the boys. Shake zone. And I think you sent it. Thieves Guild grasps forearm and lock like a door. What does that mean? Like this, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. He reaches out and like <laughs> grabs your wrist with two fingers. And I'll. All right. Clearly, you've been here before. I must not remember. You'd think you'd remember. You would think. Well, shall we? Let's go. Down the stairs. As far as it goes. How big do you say this Thank guy Thank you is? again. Uh, he's about like 6'5". 
half orc. You All said? right, half orc, really muscular. Great. Yep. Like some sort of bouncer. Walk past him silently. Yep. To the stairs. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you guys make your way to uh, to the left hand side and down this set of stairs that are uh, too wide, um, and you follow it down about fifty feet down, maybe sixty feet down, as it. Uh, heads one direction, turns, goes back the other direction a few times, snaking back and forth into the dark. Uh, if you guys would like to talk about anything on your descent down before you get to the night market, that's fine. If not, I'll just bring you in. These are really long stairs. Yes, it's quite far underground. We were already underground. Now we're going even further underground. It's pretty Indeed. far. It's a cavern at the bottom. Have you been here? During the day. So not the night market. Not much going on. Yes, more of a day, empty, stall, cavern. I guess there's no day not market. The, not the same ring to it, really. Yeah. Keep, keep trucking. Very good. <laughs> yeah, you guys make your way down and you walk through a straightaway tunnel that uh, cascades about 30 feet uh, before opening up through yet another curtain, this one much less tattered than the one upstairs in the sewer. This is a fairly nice, uh, like, velvety red set of double curtains with gold trim. Uh, and you push your way through, and you are graded, greeted, not graded, you are immediately oh no. <laughs> graded like cheese. Uh, you are greeted with the sight of, immediately above you, uh, large wooden, almost scaffolding, uh, directly above you with uh, with things above and about 10 sorry 15 to 20 feet forward uh it descends down into a large open area uh that is about 100 feet in each direction the ceilings are about 40 feet high uh you are in essentially a cave at this point there's no uh wood to be seen other than this scaffolding that seems to be built up and as you walk out into it, you see that there are stalls lining around the outside of this market, uh, along with inside of this descended area. And you can see that this wooden scaffolding extends around the full perimeter of the room with uh, smaller, um, almost tavern-looking buildings on top of them with the windows blacked out with like likely ash or soot or something, so that way you cannot see inside. Are they like carved into the wall, or is the scaffolding just big enough to... The house? scaffolding's just big enough to, to hold them. They're on top of mm-hmm. this. Kind of like a, like a dock, essentially. Mm-hmm. Just built up. This is pretty big. Indeed. Are there like stalactites and stalagmites? Yeah, small ones. You can see that a lot of the bigger ones have been hewn off mm-hmm. uh, for safety reasons, but there are smaller ones that are still above. You can see that some have descended all the way down and connected with ones from the bottom mm-hmm. to make almost pillars, pseudo pillars uh, in areas of the room, but a lot of them have been hewn off. How's the bustle in here? Uh, it's 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 bustling. It's it's fairly um fairly bustling at this point, respectfully. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> bustling, bustling. Mm-hmm. Um, What's the percentage of bustle? Let's see. You can get a bustle percentage. Uh, only 2% bustle. So really not bustling mm-hmm. at all. Uh, no, it, More bustling than when I was here earlier. Yeah. Um, no, there's a fair bit of people. You can see most of the people in here look like fairly common folk. Uh, maybe a little bit wealthier than most of the people that you guys have seen for the most part. But... Um, Behind these stalls, there is a whole slew of 
of other races, not just humans. There are dwarves and elves and, and drow and, and all kinds of... Seven. Uh, seven races uh, <laughs> behind these dwarves, things of that nature uh, that you have not really seen too much of in Greymoor. Um, but uh, they seem to be... There is a tiefling, yes. Uh, where? Is it evident where the Iron Crown is posted up? Yeah. Um, so the tiefling is uh, on the far side along the wall. Uh, you can see that there is a stall set up that this tiefling has set up. Um, and along the back perimeter when you walk in immediately to the left of the back you can see is a long 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 uh wooden table that extends from one side to the other full hundred feet uh piled high with various items and things behind this that there is a line of people surrounding talking to several uh drow that are behind this and there is a a large sign that says the iron crown think that we should check over there and see if anybody's seen your missing item. That's where we were told to check, so probably they might have found it, or or maybe they've seen it, or sold mm -hmm. it, or something of the like. Shall we? Yeah. Head in that direction. Mm -hmm. Very good. One second. Flitter on over. Are you coming, Ren? Uh, yes, sorry. She's just been chilling on this chair since I put her up here. Is she still over there? Uh-huh. She's playing Mr. Pigeon. Just as quiet. Yeah. I wish we could see her on camera. Tucked under. <laughs> Find my map. Ah, oh, there we go. Okay. Uh, yeah, so you make your way over um, towards this back table. Uh, Rin, I'll tell you that you're passing the tiefling on the way if you wanted to stop at that stall before uh, getting to the Iron Crown. Uh, no, I just want to make note of the tiefling's uh, appearance and, like, I guess the position of the stall. Sure, absolutely. Yeah, off to the left hand. When you're walking in that entrance, it's to the left along the back wall. Can we see what the tiefling is selling on the way over? Uh, yeah, you can see as that it, walk it, as you walk past, um, you can see that there are uh, fairly small, intricately carved uh, daggers. Uh, looks like mostly for like concealing. Okay. Assassination style stuff. How small are we talking? Uh, mostly things that you like wrap between your fingers, so you have just the blade. Oh, there's so not... it's like the yeah. There's various sizes. I so mean, there's, so there's... the correct size for dandelion. <laughs> yeah, yeah. For dandelion, <laughs> it's a long sword, but for for everybody else, it's a it's I'm a little. I know, I know. Um, but there are, are larger like machete style ones as well. Most of them are. Uh, heavily concentrated on daggers, but you can see that there is a uh, a wooden um, kind of like crosshatch patterned wall behind this tiefling that's leaning up against the stone 
uh, or not the stand, leaning up against the uh, the wooden scaffolding that has larger, uh, like machete style swords along the back wall. Sure. Uh, and in the front are all of the smaller daggers. Um, looks to be of uh, various sizes, various metals, and things like that. Some of them have like gems inlaid into the into the hilt. Not too many of those. They're mostly uh, functional and less flashy, but there are a couple sure. like Taurus trap daggers mm-hmm, mm-hmm. for people that are you know that want something specific sure i'm gonna stick with dandelion on mm-hmm. what she's looking for mm-hmm. but i will make a mental note to return to the dagger store very good uh yeah so you guys make your way back to the to the large iron crown uh set of tables that lines this back wall and you can see that behind them is a is just a large pile of things uh, that expand, not piled up, spread out so that way they can see what's there, but essentially on a separate table behind them, uh, encompassing the entire hundred feet. And you can see that there are people standing in front of these tables asking them for things as they turn and run and, and grab things from them and bring them back and kind of show the people what these things are. Um, and you wait a, a minute or two in line behind somebody before walking up. And you see that in front of you there is a very um, thin uh, drow elven man, uh, hair pulled back in a ponytail uh, with a a scar across his cheek, uh, descending towards his mouth and stopping just before it, um, dressed in a uh, deep purple vest uh, with a white shirt underneath and... uh, Golden uh, cufflinks. How may I help you this evening? How does this work? Do we spot something and ask you to bring it forward, or do you know your inventory? We fairly know our inventory, but as you can see, there are a lot of things I can always search for something. Uh, What is it you're looking for? uh, Hand mirror. Uh, you have anything like that? Magical or non-magical? Really pretty. If you have something magical, I'd be interested in seeing that, but... Mm-hmm. Yes, we do have a few magical mirrors of th- things like that. Um, we don't really specialize in things that are not magic. Well then, magical it is. Why did you ask? Well, mm. I didn't want you to waste your time. Turn us away if he... Nor mine. Thought we were looking for things that they would not have. Describe for me this mirror. Any particular mirror or just a magic mirror? How many do you have? We have a few, but there are various functions that they serve. Do you know what this mirror does that you're looking for? Or are you simply looking for magic mirrors? For a gift, personal use? Mostly a gift. If it wouldn't be too much trouble, we'd like to see as many as you're able to put your hands on. Understood. Let me see what we have. He turns, claps his feet together, and walks rather, uh, like, justified uh, with purpose Mm -hmm. over to this and begins sorting through several of the items. And you see him grab two and walk back over. And he, in front of you... Uh, unlatches from the side of him there is a rolled up scroll of leather that he unlatches two little things and spreads it out in front of him as it 
hits this top wooden top with a thump, and he sets. Hi, Pippin. <laughs> <laughs> Hi, bud. You made it in here, too. He's loud. Yeah, he is. <laughs> Hits this wooden top with a thump, and he's like, a cat. <laughs> There's a cat under here. <laughs> and he sets out these two mute, uh, mirrors that he sets in front of himself and then swivels towards you, one face down, one face up, uh, that look to be fairly identical. Um, you can see that they are uh, fairly sizable, about... Uh, that's about how big the mirror itself is along with a stem that descends mm-hmm. off of it. Um, the pattern on the back of it is uh, like interweaving of vines with a large blue crystal at the center on the back of this that's kind of raised up at the center of a flower. Mm-hmm. These mirrors can be used to communicate across long distances. That is their primary purpose. The two of them together. Yes, one has one. The other has the other. They are able to communicate, as is the case with many magic mirrors. They often have a Do you know the limitation? In what sense? Distance? Distance. And Uh, use. I don't believe they... uh, Let me check my logs. (laughs) Just let me check the sending spell. Yes. <laughs> it's a party now. Got a biscuit, Manny. There is no range on these. They can go across any distance. But it only works with the person who has the other mirror. You can't speak with a a random person. They only work as the pair. Those are pretty cool. Interesting, indeed. Mm -hmm. Uh, Just curiosity, what's the price? The price on these is 300 gold. For the pair? For the pair, yes, not per mirror. Check the old coffers. Mm. All right. <clears throat> Any other mirrors? Yes, of course. These do not interest you for a gift. Uh, no, no. Mm. Let me see. What not else quite I what have. we're looking for. Give me a moment. I don't. He I don't want to tell him too much. Picks them up and turns and walks back towards the pile, we'll setting careful. them down. If you see what you're looking for, just tap me on the shoulder. Mm-hmm. turns and walks back towards you with a single uh, mirror that he sets in front of you and spins towards you showing it to you and then flipping it over and you can see that this one is uh, similar to how the um, the chair in Game of Thrones is made up of a bunch of swords. This looks like it has been, uh, it's metal but there are like bones carved into the back of it. Uh, and at the center is a white flower uh, with a purple gem. He flips it back over and kind of rubs his finger along the 
uh, the front portion of the mirror. This mirror allows you to see a visage of someone that you have lost. Uh, sort of a sight beyond death. Not ability to communicate, Just but... a visage. Yes. It's a little spooky. And sort of macabre for a gift. Well, it depends if the person you're gifting has lost someone dear. The sight of a loved one is very powerful indeed in the right hands. It's true enough. And um, this one's cost? This one is 150 gold. Sorry, 100 gold. Do you mind if I test it? Of course. Feel free to sample the merchandise, but please do be careful. Alright, I'll, I'll pick up the mirror. Yeah. Um, you pick up this mirror, and you see the surface ripple slightly, and you see the visage of your father come into view. Uh... A little bit older and grayer than from your dream that you had of seeing him. This looking very similar to... He looked very similar to how you are now in that vision. If you were to age yourself further, another (laughs) 30 years or so, uh, 25 years or so, that's pretty much what he looks like he looks like you uh has a bit of a gray beard and his hair is kind of speckled with gray and white spots um but he looks he looks happy he looks he is smiling and doesn't give any sort of like flicker of recognition at you because this is just a vision of someone that you have lost but it is definitively your father I'll, I guess I'll look up at him and, and, and ask, is it supposed to show the age that they died? Yes, it shows them at the age that they would have passed on, yes. The, the, the spirit of a person leaves an imprint on this plane. When they leave it, that image begins to smudge and fade away as the spirit moves on. This captures the essence of it when their spirit was strong, so generally slightly before whatever caused their death has happened. Before the candle was snuffed out, as it were. Are we able to see what he's seeing? Yeah, you looking at the mirror do not see anything. anything. Yeah, you see from just this angle. from We're that not angle. looking straight Correct. into it. Um, if I reposition more straight on to like you know like yeah this instead of like that yeah so you you kind of like peek over his shoulder um and you do not see that give me a second to consider I'm going to message you what you see. Okay. (laughs) Fall asleep. Thought that might be the case. Yeah. Too cozy over there. Yeah. I got a blanket. I got a cat. 
ready for bed. Just sitting here, just preparing. Yeah, I would, um, I'd look and then I would just like kind of move away from it. Sure. Are there any others? Yes, I suppose. Uh, are you done with that, sir? Did you wish to purchase? Uh, yes, I'm sorry. Uh, I'm finished with it. Oh, all right. I'll hand Thank it back. you. Yeah, and he <clears throat> puts it in his hand gingerly and turns and walks off back towards the pile. Does he look at it at all? The man? While he's walking back? No. Soulless son of a Okay. Uh, yeah, so he walks over with a much smaller hand mirror this time, uh, about half the size of the other ones, uh, made entirely of brass, um, almost looking like the outline is of like brass wiring where there's little like baubles where they were fused at the corners where the glass was inserted. And flipping it over, it is a fairly common brass mirror with just an eye carved into the back of it. Uh, along with some runes. This is the Mirror of Muses. It allows you to see what you might look like should something have occurred, uh, a scar, a different hairstyle, if you had not made a particular decision in your life, what you might look like. An estimation at guess into another life. <laughs> this does require attunement, so I cannot demonstrate it for you. Very well. Um, is this all of the mirrors at your disposal? This is all that we have at this time, yes. The another of nine of them seem to fit your fancy. No, unfortunately not. I don't suppose you've come across any others recently. I'm sure we have had others, but we do have other markets that things go to. Tell me if you don't mind, is this a particularly interesting, more powerful mirror, the enchantment that you're searching for? I'm not certain about enchantment-wise. Aesthetically, um... I would attempt to describe 
vaguely what mm-hmm. I think the mirror looks like based on the crayon drawing. Sure. <laughs> uh, but I, I would want to try and describe it like it was more a preference of what a mirror looked like mm-hmm. and not a description sure. of a specific mirror that I was looking for. Absolutely. Uh, yeah. So you, you describe briefly. Hi, Pippin. this mirror and he thinks to himself for a moment we have many a mirror that matches that general description how far how important is this gift for you very if you had something of that sort it would be very very Mm. important Whenever things make the rotation through our markets, our central office, as it were, is in Yathalna. If you are looking for something very specific, if we don't have it, they can find it. I can certainly submit a request for you, but without more information... I can't exactly send a request to look for mirrors that match that. Hi. You're adorable. <laughs> what? Come here. Come here. I can either send a request or you can visit yourself. People are allowed to visit this central location. Yes, there is a portion where potential clients can go to request things. Where exactly in Yothana? In city name that I will give you at a later time. (laughs) But he says it, I just don't. That's very far from here? So he would give us a a location. A city and a rough location in the city. Yep. Uh, Yothalma is far, right? It is. It is across it's the other the side Muslims. of the. I mean, that's what I thought. Yeah, it is the other of the two Elvish kingdoms that are back to back. Is that the one? It is the from? the one that um, uh, what's his name just came back from, right? Benjamin. Uh no, that was a, the, across the sea. I thought this was across the sea as well. You no, this one across the Mistlands, not across the sea. It's yeah, the other oh, okay. yeah, west. Yeah, yeah. It's far. It's not like insanely far. It's essentially. Graymore, or sorry, not Graymore, um, Fjordane, the Mistlands, and then there's the two Elvish kingdoms. This is one of the two. Yeah, gotcha. it, it would yep. be like the trip from where we're at in Fjordane to the other side of Fjordane again beyond yes. that Correct. to this place. Yes, and across the Mistlands, which is... Okay. Right. Yeah. Doable, but... Yeah, somewhere that perhaps your, your journey will take you at some point, but sure. not like a, you know, it would be several... It'd be, like, weeks to get there. Sure. Probably, and, like, two and, weeks. And he's saying they might have seen something like this. Yes. But not that it would be there. Correct. Or if you are looking for something specific for them to obtain for you, they are the people to do it. 
if you're because you can't give him any more details other than a general description of what you might be looking for he is kind of pointing out that if you want something if you were looking for something specific that you want to order something essentially they custom, can hunt something down they will hunt something down for you which matches what you guys know already about the iron crown is right. that they search out items of this nature I'm gonna pull out my crayon drawing. Yes, yes, something like this. Like this. That is more helpful. That's her gift idea. Understood. Yes, all I can say is you can keep checking back. We do get things in roughly weekly, but if you are looking for something specific as you said we do have a large number of things here but if it is not to your fancy i am not sure that you may be searching for some time you might be better off either purchasing something else or waiting on the gift until later if your request is very specific i I think you were set on the mirror yes Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. it has to be this all right then yes i would visit in Yathalna and request an audience with them to hunt down a mirror such as this. Very well. Um, I appreciate you um, showing us the other items. Of course, it is what we do. Uh, While I'm here, I don't suppose you have any small animal figurines of any sort. We have a few, yes. Are you looking for a specific animal? No. If if you have a a couple, I would like to see them. Of course. He turns and claps his feet together and walks back to this back table. And he walks down to the end and picks up a box, like a wooden crate, and walks back and sets it in front of you on this leather thing. You can see that there is like a pile of various carved animal figures These are things that we have collected. Do any of them do anything? They are all non-magical. Do you have any that are? Not at this time. Hmm. Oh, Jesus. What's he doing? He's climbing and trying to go behind. You need me to get him? Yeah, I need help. Oh, boy. He's going to rip the wires out. But then... No... He's trying to go back there. No. Don't be naughty. What sort of pricing on these non-magical figurines? Uh, gold for each. I'm gonna pass him ten gold. Sure. I'm just gonna grab ten. Grab ten of them. Sure. Absolutely. Much appreciated. Yes. Thank you again. Of course. Is there anything else I can be of service of this evening for you all? Do you have anything like the two mirrors, but smaller? Um, we have sending stones, but those are not visual. Those are, uh, sound only. How much are those? Good, though. 
we have one set that costs 100 gold. There are three charges per day in these stones. They are malleable, they will fit any ear. You said 100? Yes. I'll count out. Mm-hmm. 100 gold. Very good. Yeah, he scoops that off of the leather thing into a pouch kind of below the uh, below this wooden table and pockets it and I will just be a moment and he turns and walks over to this table and picks up a small little wooden carved uh box and walks back over and sets it in front of you and flips it open and inside of this red velvet lined box are two little uh like kind of airpods no they're, they're like yeah airpods basically you might have to kick him out uh like little black shimmery stones sorry we have to remove pippin because he is climbing into the christmas items in the corner like this? Yes. Yeah, basically that. We're getting AirPods, <laughs> D&D AirPods right now? Yes. <laughs> Steal that one, wizards. Oh, Pippin. Yeah. He's so mad. There's already, there's already the earrings of, like, whispering or whatever the hell those are. Those yeah. Are basically the same. Yeah. You can just close that once he's out. Sorry, chat. We have a cat. <laughs> Watching her, like, struggle to put him down. You <laughs> <laughs> have so much stuff piled in I front know. of the door to keep the cats out. Midna doesn't even care. She just wants to be in here, and then yeah. she's just going to sleep. She's, she's cool yeah. now. She loves it. Um, yeah, so he hands those over to you. Thank you. You're very welcome. You can write it. There are actually four charges per day, not three. If you want to write that down. Because sending stones traditionally cost like a shit ton. But I'm fine with limited ones. So I do have a question about that. It's pretty technical, I guess. Mm -hmm. So if it's four charges per day, mm -hmm. sending gives the person a response. Correct. So is that technically eight between the two it would be four yeah. back and forth it'd be four back and forth for yes. uses of the sending spell correct yes gotcha yep okay cool yeah yeah it's not one two three four it'd be eight total yes right each stone okay. essentially has four per day gotcha yeah is there anything else that i can help any of you with i think that will be all for me that was Quite helpful, actually. Of course. I do wish you luck in finding your mirror. Thank you. Of course. Good day. You as well. He just steps back slightly and waits for the next person to walk up. Um, I'll also say on this uh, box, on the lid, you can see that there is carved in to the top uh, a crown that has been inlaid with... Uh, what looks like iron. Okay. Uh, I just want to ask him one quick question. Sure. Um, <clears throat> do you 
perchance have any uh, rare spell scrolls or anything of that nature? Mm-hmm. Do you have any spells in particular that you're looking for? No, just ones that are harder to come by. Out of game, are there any spells you're looking for? No, nothing in particular. Okay. Um, Not at the moment, anyway. Sure. Let me take a look inside of a book. Reading Rainbow? Reading Rainbow, yes. (laughs) Nice. Thank you. Now that the door is shut, she needs to get out. Mm -hmm. We do have one spell in stock that is rather rare, yes. How familiar are you with dragons? Uh, A little bit. He turns and walks back to the pile and walks over to you and sets down a long wooden box with, uh, like, metal, um, like, bear claw tub feet. Um, that stick out and hold up this wooden box. Uh, You can see that it is inlaid with essentially carvings of scales where the outer layer of it is inlaid with gold and there is a green gem atop this uh, that he flips open and inside is this scroll very well bound uh, with a long uh, like metal rod at its center bound with a leather uh, cord. This is the spell Dragon's Breath. It is a second level spell and it is not one that many magic users use. It's a bonus action. Uh, You touch a willing creature and imbue it with the power to spew magical energy from its mouth provided it has one. Choose acid, cold, fire, lightning, or poison. And until the spell ends, the creature can use an action to exhale energy of the chosen type in a 15-foot cone. Each creature in that area must make a dexterity saving throw, taking 3d6 damage of the chosen type on a failed save or half as much on successful. And you can upcast it and add a d6 for every level above second. The duration is a minute and it does take concentration. Shit. <laughs> okay, that answers my, my question about Yeah. It. Okay. I would also allow it, uh, if you were trying to use it and cast it yourself if you were using it on self i would remove the you the need for concentration if you were doing it that turn because it's a bonus action i would let you bonus action and then use the action to cast it and not hold it till the next turn yeah yeah if you're not using it as concentration essentially i would allow that because that's fun (laughs) if if it wasn't concentration it was very tempting because i could just give it to everybody (laughs) (laughs) um it's, it's very interesting uh how much? That is 100 gold. Okay. Uh, 
Coin purse is a little bit light. Maybe, uh, maybe I'll come back another day and pick it up. Of course, I imagine it will still be here. It has been here for some time. I appreciate it. Of course. And he snaps it shut and latches it and then picks it up, turns and walks back over to the back, setting it down amongst these other items and turns and walks back towards you all. Is there anything else? I was going to step off to the blade merchant nearby. Of course. Don't suppose if you know if they carry any magical blades of any sort. I don't believe so, but I'm not sure. Do you have any magical blades of any sort? Not in stock at the moment. We do not specialize much in weaponry for common folk. Understood. Good luck with your search. We will be here Thanks should you need us. Can I, do I get anything out of his shifty gaze? You can inside check. Seven. Um, the most that you can get from that is... Not, like, disdain, but maybe just, like, he can tell that you guys are not, like, super high rollers bank-wise. I just bought these. Yeah. This doesn't know how many spells I bought. God damn it. (laughs) (laughs) Um, it's, it's, that's really all you can get out of it. It's not necessarily that he, you you don't really get any, any sense that he knows what you're talking about or, or looking for. Mm -hmm. Just kind of a, like, we'll be here if you need us. Gonna go to the dagger merchant. Sure. Uh, yeah, same to the, to the tiefling. Mm-hmm. Very good. Give me a moment. I'm gonna sit on Shay's shoulder. Very good. And Shimmer will sit on your other shoulder. <laughs> Look like you just have a bunch of weird pets. Uh huh. Two parrots. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you walk over and you see a uh, a tiefling. Hi, Mitha. Um, with a deep reddish colored uh, skin, fairly small horns that are kind of wrapped back. Uh, they're not super like long or pointy. They just kind of wrap over the head a little bit. Mm-hmm. They don't extend further and like curve upwards. Um, that has uh, two gloves on his hands, uh, a set of spectacles on the edge of his nose, um, and is dressed in like a uh, brown leather, not like tanned leather, just kind of basic uh, leather vest Mm -hmm. uh, beneath a fairly simple shirt, uh, a belt, and a set of pants. And he walks forward. Uh, Hello, Uh, can I interest you in any weaponry today? I was definitely hoping to browse. Um, I was just over speaking with the Iron Crown, and uh, they didn't seem to think you would have anything magical. Rather, you know how they can be. Yes, I understand. Um, I do not have many things that are magical. I hand make all of these weapons myself uh, in my home within the city, and I bring them here to sell uh, the 
gods are not fairly happy with, you know, selling weapons to commoners, as it were, but I believe in the necessity of arming the common folk should they need it. Ability to protect yourself. Understood. Um, what sorts of daggers do you have here? Oh, we have, um, uh, I make retracting blades, uh, small things that you can conceal uh, in the palm of your hand and, and flip them out. Uh, we have, obviously, larger ones behind, but those are not really very uh, stealthy. They are for uh, gardening and things of that nature. The more subtlety, the better. Yes. Um, how small are you looking for? Uh, and where do you wish to conceal it? Not so small that it's not dangerous. Of course. Um, Sleeve, a palm. Sure. Something uh, like that. Something without a hilt, easily concealed and manipulated? Sure. Alright. Uh, um, do you have a metal preference? I don't know if you're allergic to any metals or anything of that nature. What sort of options? Uh, silver, gold. <laughs> the other colors. The other colors. Uh, <laughs> silver, gold, brass, copper. Uh, Jay, I'd recommend silver. Yes, if you have something like that. Of course, yes. Um, give me a moment. And he reaches down and, and kind of like thumbs through a bunch of things below this table and pulls up and pulls out a small uh pretty much want to describe the ones that you like lock in between your fingers mm -hmm. to uh stab that you can see is a a half moon curved uh shape that extends forward and then has a small blade at the end of it that has a a little um like line carved through the the center of the blade uh where it comes to like two tips essentially Sure. Like it, it's not carved out; it's carved in. So there's like mm -hmm, a, mm -hmm. uh, like an inlay. Uh, we have uh, these that I make myself. Uh, they're easily concealed. You can conceal them in a, a palm, a pocket, uh, your shoe, your boot, should you need it. What do you ask for this sort of thing? Uh, three gold pieces. Nothing extravagant. Uh, these are rather simple. I make them myself, as I said. Uh, but I do have costs. Do you have two of these? Absolutely, yes. I would take two of them. Of course. He reaches down and pulls out a second one and sets them and slides them across the wooden table to you. Pass him. Six gold. Thank you kindly. Uh... If I might ask you, looking for protection, I assume, do you believe you're in danger of any kind, or just wishing to stay ahead of the curve? There's always danger. That any reason you ask. Just out of curiosity. Yes, Not a... the normal dangers in a city. Yes. Not a violent person by nature, I simply believe in the ability for people to protect themselves. Better safe than sorry. Yes. Do you have anything for me? Uh, yes, we might have something your size, I think. Mm -hmm. uh, for children. Not that you are a child. I'm, I'm sorry, I didn't mean to offend. Just that you are a small... It was a joke. We don't have... <laughs> I, I don't sell blades. I'm just going to nod. I'm going to, like, try to... Out of Dandelion's vision, just kind of nod, like... Yes, fun, fun size. I didn't mean to imply that you are a child. I'm very sorry. Uh, just a, an attempt at light humor. I, I don't actually sell blades to children. Something small. Sure. Uh, color preference, metal-wise. Silver, gold, brass, iron, copper. 
the other colors. The other colors? I wouldn't recommend the other colors, Danny Lion. Probably silver. One of the other colors. Shit. <laughs> um. What? Whatever. Whatever you have. I. I don't really. I don't know the difference. All right. He reaches down and pulls out a. a similar to. Uh, Shay, but this one has a, a hilt mm-hmm. to it. Um, that is about f- essentially the length of your finger with a larger blade uh, that kind of the blade like swings down and flips into uh, into the the thing itself. Mm-hmm. So he uh, clicks something on the side and you see that the hilt extends out from this little square and the blade flips up. Push it again and flips back. How big is it compared to me? Uh, it fits about in the palm of your hand. Oh, so it's like a little... It's, it's very small. I was thinking something almost like sword-sized. No, no, no. It's, it is small. He, If you want something larger, this is just for you. Uh, you just push this and it flips out and extends. Did you want something mm-hmm. larger? I'm sorry. Maybe something a bit larger? All right. This uh, is... Not concealable, then. That's fine. All right, sure. Um... He reaches down and pulls out a normal-sized dagger that to you is slightly larger than a dagger for a dandelion-sized. Mm. It's like a short sword at all. Yeah, it's essentially a short sword for a dandelion being a foot tall. Uh, a little shorter than that. Mm. Um, I have this. Uh, it's simple wooden uh, carved with a, a, a silver... Uh, sorry, an iron blade. Very simple. It's made of iron? Yes. The blade is. The the hilt is wooden. Mm. But yes, I know. Would Dandelion know? Um, I think I think you would have been. I, I think you would have been told that. Yeah. Mm. Is it not to your liking? I can. Maybe not that metal. All right. Uh. Silver will be a bit more expensive. That's that's not not this one. All right, sure. And he goes back and pulls out another one that is wooden with a silver mm-hmm. uh, blade. Uh, this would be five gold pieces uh, for the silver. It feels nice and stabby. Yes, that is generally how the daggers are. Yes. She'll give it like a few swishes. And over five gold. Thank you very much. Thank uh, you. Please be careful with them. Uh, do, do you need something to sheath the weapon? Uh, here. He pulls out a, a small leather like wrapping for it. On the house. Thank you. I'll put it in. Does it have like a strap on it or anything? Yeah, just a thin like pull. Put it on. over my shoulder. <laughs> <laughs> Can I get any of you anything else? I think I'm quite well armed now. Hmm? All right. Uh, well, my, my name is Koros. If you need anything, please. Uh, I'm here every night. Uh, should you need anything, I will uh, be here. Very good. Thank Koros, you. Uh, I yes. just have a, a bit of a personal question for you. Of course. Do you, do you know much about uh, spellcrafting or augmentation? Uh, 
people of my home uh, are very familiar with that. Um, the reason I left, actually, um, I am from the... One second. From the Amnon Empire. Um, I was born there. It is the uh, one of two of the Tiefling kingdoms that are constantly at war, sort of. A bit of an uneasy situation between them. Um, but that is why I left, and hence why I, I do the things that I uh, that I do with trying to arm people. Um, my uh, family um, did uh, craft spells, um, but they were uh, killed, and I I left at that point. Um, didn't Sorry, want anything yeah. to to do with the business. I I swore I would not. Um, do magic. Uh, I am unfortunately cursed with its ability, but I, I don't use it. Cursed? Yes, I, uh, I, I, I don't like magic. If I could give this gift to someone else and take it away from me, I, I would. Magic is fun. Magic is also very dangerous. I, I, I don't use it personally myself. Sounds traumatic. Yes. We're very sorry for your loss, Chorus. Thank you. Uh, it's uh, an unfortunate time. Uh, it's been a great many years, but... Um, Not any easier to think about. Yes, the memory still stings. Well, we appreciate what you do here. And we appreciate your patronage. Of course, um... Out of curiosity, why, why do you ask about uh, spellcrafting? Uh, does it interest you? Uh, yes, it does, greatly. Um, A scholar. Understood. Um, <laughs> better to wield something as dangerous as magic when one is learned. Yes, that is true. Uh, if you are a, a learned man, as you say, um, just a moment. He walks over to his bag and flips open a, a, like a leather backpack and pulls out a small notebook and runs it over to you and hands it to you. Um, there is information in here about, uh, spellcrafting, um. Not necessarily how to do it, but a, a bit of its history. Uh, some of the things that have been made, things that I wrote down when I was there. This is my personal uh, journal. I couldn't bring myself to burn it. I carry it around just to feel the weight. But a scholar such as yourself, I think it would be in better hands than you, lest it be found by someone else. Uh, I, I can't just take this. It, do, do you want... How much do you want for it? Please. You will be doing me a favor. I have been trying to get rid of this for the better part of 15 years. Uh, Alright, I'll take it. 
Not many, not many scholarly wizards visit my shop. As as I take it, I'll I'll take out five gold on out of my pouch and put it on the put it on his bench for for your trouble. He reaches down and pulls out a, a wooden dagger similar to dandelions with a silver blade and slides it across to you. And for yours, I have no need for that. Fair enough. Puts it back. Thank you. Of course, please um, be careful with it and burn it when you're done with it. That knowledge is... It's dangerous. Understood. Did, Did either of you need anything else? from Goros I don't think so no no I got plenty thank you of course I think we will take our leave then thank you again you're welcome sorry for no problem you need anything as I said I will be here either here or uh, if you need me during the daytime I usually head to the tower and look out across the land. Very well. Good luck with whatever it is you're doing. And I hope you stay safe. You as well. Until next time. Thank you. Take my leave. Mm-hmm. Um yep. I'd browse whatever else was here, but I don't have anything else that I'm hunting for. Um, sure. And if there's nothing that catches my eye, I mean, I would let you guys know that I'm good to mm-hmm. carry on back to Sleepy Marcus whenever. <laughs> yeah. Um, there's no there was other... nothing I had and was looking for in particular. Okay. Um, there's so, no other like flashy yeah, not... shops or anything that we notice. Yeah, there's a bunch of like random stuff. There's nothing that it, it kind of inherently like sticks out mm-hmm. to you. Um, what is something that Dandelion would like eye catch see and be like drawn towards? Um, if there's anyone selling like exotic fish. Sure. <laughs> like a, like as pets or food. Probably pets. Like sure. The tanks with like the. The glowing. Yeah, I'll tell you that in the, in, in the other corners, you guys are walking back uh, to leave. You can see that along the wall, um, like a lizard, to the right, you can see that there is some sort of an exotic pet shop. Uh, there is a um, let me see what. Give me a second. <laughs> what what type of character might be here? Uh, it's for sure a gnome. Never mind. Mm-hmm. It's absolutely a gnome. I was going to say. Uh, Heimerdinger is here. <laughs> Caption said dinner is here. Well, dinner is here. His name is Dinner. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, so you see that there is an exotic pet shop kind of lit with with a, like, purplish-blue uh, light. Similar to, like, the inside of, like, a, a 
like a heat lamp type mm-hmm. of thing. You see a, a small gnomish man just kind of like rushing back and forth, tending to all of these animals. Jay, look at those. What exactly am I looking at? The fish. Oh, oh those are. I'm going to zoom over to the fish. Mm-hmm. Lovely. <laughs> I'll follow. <laughs> Very good. Um, yeah, so you uh, you walk over and uh, you see that this gnomish man's like standing on tiptoes, dumping some flakes into a, a fish tank and humming to himself, and he turns and sees, Oh, goodness! <laughs> uh, apologies, you startled me. She uh, does that. Uh, <laughs> can I... Help you with anything? It's straight up hybrid. <laughs> My friend here wanted to look at the fish. Well, we do have many fish, lizards, uh, snakes, other things. I fish uh, lizards. Fish lizards, yes. What? What's a fish lizard? A uh, fish with legs. Is that not just? I a... take it back. It's a frog. It's <laughs> <laughs> like an axolotl. It's a frog. It's a frog. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Paul, all he has is an apron on. Impossible to. Oh, no. <laughs> um, Danny Lines, is there like a. Is there like a, like a beta fish looking thing anywhere? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, you can see that it's. I'll let you describe the color so I don't. Describe some horrifying... This is not my beta fish. I just, human skin. Okay. You okay. can describe it however you want. Uh, yeah, so you can see that it is a uh, like an opalescent uh, white beta fish with a thin like sapphire stripe along that kind of expands out into the tail. I'm fly up to the tank and stare at it. Do like it all? Yeah, you can see it like floats towards you <laughs> and just like puffs its gills out <laughs> as it, its fins go out and kind of float around, along the side. I want to have a staring contest with this, with this fish. Yeah, he he like runs over with a little clipboard. No, please don't. Uh, he just puts it right between the two of you. <laughs> he he, uh, he doesn't like that. He seemed like he liked it. Uh, no, if you stare at them, they get rather angry. Uh, shortens their lifespan. I don't know if that's true. It's not true. Okay. So you're actually, it's, it's good for them to stretch their gills out. He, he likes this. <laughs> uh, but not for too long, please. What's this one called? Uh, Mortimer. He's been with me a long time. How, lo- how long is a long time? Oh, about a week. Long for the, for the fish. Yes, they're very popular. So holiday he- gifts and things of that nature. Oh. <laughs> Pets for family. Why has he been here so long? I don't know. Uh, we is sold a bunch so, of other ones. Is it because he's so angry? Uh, possibly. Uh, we do have a, a range of angry to not angry uh, fish. He's a bit on the angrier side. A bit grumpy. Would you like to buy him? How much is he? He's five gold and five gold for food. Does he come... come with the tag. Uh, yes, it, it cases him in a, a magical orb uh, that goes with you. Uh, it's bigger for him, uh, but smaller for you to carry around. <laughs> Paul? Do you want a fish, sir? Uh, 
<clears throat> uh, no, no, I'm just uh, intrigued by this, uh, this orb idea. Oh, all right. I'm gonna, I'm already sliding ten gold over to him. <laughs> oh, I'm so happy you'll take him home. And he reaches out and he takes the the tank that he's in and he scoops him out. And he walks over and pulls out a glowing, like, Pokeball-looking orb uh, and dumps Mortimer in gingerly and snaps it shut and then runs his finger along the side of it. You see, like, a, a blue light flash, and this orb is now sealed. Uh, and you can see that there's a, a small spot on the top that looks like it's kind of carved in. Mm -hmm. uh, if you need to feed him, just tap the top, and it will open for you, but otherwise he will stay safely inside. Um, if you don't see him, you just have to call his name, and he'll... Uh, come into view as I said it is much larger for him uh, than it is this orb it's a very cool orb yes it's like a, a pocket dimension of, of sorts dimension. here you are Mortimer for you how, how big is it compared to is it like for you yeah, it's, it like it's really yeah, big for, for you it's like our the Christmas balls that we have outside on the tree in mm -hmm. reality it's the size of a regular Christmas ornament mm -hmm. so it's like this big but it's a dandelion yeah <laughs> Yeah, and there's like a little a little uh, sachet of food. Do you have any of these orbs that are bigger? And no, they are all that size. We only have ones for the beta fish to carry around. I'm just gonna mentally decide if I think dandelion could fit in this. <laughs> <laughs> no, it is definitely too small for dandelion. That would be pretty cool. Uh, be dope. So just to be clear, <laughs> if I were to put that orb into my bag of holding. Does Rin know what would happen? No. Oh, no. Okay. Okay, Rin, hold this. <laughs> would, I be, would I be suspicious? Would I be like, eh, it's probably fine. Um, I would think that I'd... I think that you would think that it was fine uh, because he probably would have said something. It's like a pocket dimension. It is not a pocket dimension. Pocket dimension adjacent. Yes. It's adjacent to a pocket dimension. Yeah. He seems pretty so knowledgeable. It's superior to a pocket dimension, then. Uh, yeah, I mean, I guess so. <laughs> it only holds it, fish. It, it only holds a very small <laughs> fish, but uh, it only so holds a very small fish. The opening's tiny, but yeah, it's uh, it's like that. And you, he looks pretty sciency. He probably would have told you, like, don't put it in your bag of holding, or it's gonna explode, and he's gonna become like giant or something. So if we cast reduce on dandelion, would she fit in the? <laughs> uh, I mean, she might. She'd probably drown. Can we get the water out of the orb? Here's... The water doesn't come out. Can you get the water out? No. Is it like, is it glass or is it like squidgy? Sounds like it's, it's, it's we like can, a, We can like cast shape water so, and then chisel the ice away and put huh? dandelion. We can put a cap yeah, of water squishy. breathing on her. Yeah. <laughs> then reduce yes. her and put her in the orb. With the, <laughs> the candle that we have, so that way it's not dark. Perfect. <laughs> um... <laughs> Reduce does only last a minute. But when you grow, you would not break the orb. You would just fill the space. I would just be stuck in an orb. <laughs> with a cap of water breathing. <laughs> Can I help you with anything else? No, that's quite enough. Thank you. Do you have any hats does for Does the shimmer? water need to be changed? Uh, no, it is magical in nature. Uh, it stays clean. Oh, that is a good point. Mm -hmm. Um... Do you have any shimmer-sized hats? It's a shimmer. Oh! Uh, yes. Uh, what style of hat? Cowboy. Yes. He walks over to the <laughs> shop and pulls off a little shimmer-sized cowboy hat and hands it to you. There you are. 
So it have a strap. Yeah, absolutely. Perfect. Perfect. <laughs> uh, yeah. That's great. <laughs> How much is the... Uh, one gold, dear. Thank you. <laughs> Can't wait for the drawing of Yeehaw Shimmer. Mm-hmm. <laughs> is there anything else I can help you with? You've done quite enough, thank you. Of course. Oh, uh, well. Yes, thank you very much, my boy. <laughs> uh, what is your name? You're welcome. Uh, it's a uh, dinner plate. What? First name dinner, last name plate. Pl- how I expect it to be spelled. Uh, D-I-N-N-E-R-P-L-A-T-T-E. Oh. Oh, it's plate, not plate. Okay. Yes. How does one come by such a name? A family name? Dinner. Oh, no. Uh, my, my grandfather was named Dinner. And his father was named Diner. And his father? <laughs> Din. And? <laughs> <laughs> That's as far back as it goes. <laughs> what did he, what did he, what did your, uh, what did your grandfather do by chance? Ah, uh, he was a hunter. Did he hunt exotic animals? Yes. That's why I protect them. Gotcha. Didn't want to be in the family business. <laughs> uh, yeah, there's, a, there's a lot of that around here, apparently. Yes. Well, my boy, uh, have a wonderful evening. You as well. Thank you. You too. You're welcome. <laughs> and he walked off. Yeah, and you guys uh, head back out, back towards the tavern to join a sleepy Marcus. And uh, if you guys can switch, mm-hmm. I will uh, I will um, call Marcus in for his scene. Uh, that will, after he's done, that'll pretty much be it. So, Paul, you're welcome to wait and then just come back to say goodbye at the end. But if you would like to go to sleep or relax, that's also totally fine. Shoot me a text. Okay, when you get back. I'll, I'll, st- I'll stay on. Okay, very good. Yeah, I'll shoot you a text. Thank you, Lena. I do my best, yeah. Gotta come up with some high-quality stuff. Thank you, Sam. Hello. Welcome back. (laughs) I'm the librarian. I eat books. Come to rent something. (laughs) Perhaps a soul. No! Come to die. (laughs) The poor you lived. Come to die. Uh, Yeah, so back in the tavern, uh, it is just you and Captain Emmerich. 
Um, Very good. Everybody else has cleared out at this point. You uh, successfully wash up in this uh, this large like basin in the back uh-huh. corner. Um, Full of uh, very pretty cold water. Yeah, uh, they don't have heating. <laughs> yeah, they don't have heating. Um, but it, it, it's refreshing, not uh-huh. like icicle cold, but like yeah, like a slightly chilled room temperature where it's not like yeah. hot. It's it's kind of like the, the sensation of when you go from a jacuzzi to a pool where it's that like sure. really refreshing, like mm-hmm. icy blast before it mm-hmm. it settles into like a comfort mm-hmm. level. Um, and. Uh, yeah, Captain Emmerich is just kind of sitting outside of your room in a chair, essentially. Yeah, just like a hallway. To, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, you know, towel off, walk over, just kind of like throw the towel over my shoulder and just, you know, um, you know, take a couple steps in his directions and pause before I step into my room itself and mm-hmm. just, you know, look, not down at him, but like look down at him in, sure. in recognition. Like, um, I do genuinely appreciate you ever having given up even when I was close to doing so myself I don't have the luxury of giving up unfortunately it's not that I never wanted to give up on you but there are other times that I've wanted to give up I think we all encounter moments like that in our lives but It is when we are at our weakest that we must rely on the strengths of our friends and companions. Yes. That is why I pay Benjamin so much mind. He is something to work towards in all of this darkness, at least at the time. Yes. I'm, I'm sure that he, like most men who have undergone many desperate moments perilous moments simply attempts to find comfort in the quiet silliness of not permitting yourself to give in to overwhelming complicated thoughts that there is peace in that there is a simplicity to it that not that you don't care or want to make changes but the understanding that sometimes at the time there is nothing that you can do and the best thing you can do for yourself is to not think on it yes tomorrow's actions are not the thoughts of today yes precisely there is always time for pensive thought and action but There must also be time to rest your mind along with your body. Yes. That is not an easy thing to do when your city burns. (laughs) I know all too well. Thank you for all that you have done, and all that I know you will continue to do for us. And I hope that Fjordain repays to the good men such as you who seek to reclaim this city from the grasp of corruption. You might not have a parade, sir, but you are at the heart of this city's salvation. I don't need a parade, but I would like to see the dawn. As would I. As would I. 
You know, you're doing a great thing here. I know that it is in your nature being your father's boy, but you are saving a great many people by following in his footsteps and being the man that you are. With all of the tragedy and things that have happened in your lifetime, I would understand if you had not turned out the way that you are. But despite all of it, you choose to be like him or you are like him. It is instilled in you and your actions make you more and more like him every day. My father's fervor and my mother's prudence. Mm. I know that both of them would be very proud to see what you have accomplished thus far and what you choose to accomplish going forward. And I know that if there is some beyond that they are watching down proudly on you and every dawn that rises a glimmer of that light comes from them. Thank you. Thank you. Of course. Your father was a very good man. Yes, he was. And I am glad that I have at least so far been capable of spurring sufficient change to be deserving of the name Marcus Shaw. And I will, no matter how beaten or broken, survive the dusk again. I know that you can. And I hope that when this is done, that the name Marcus Shaw means what it used to mean in this city before, that the people remember the truth and the things that your fathers did and not this lie, this story that has been spun. A name to inspire confidence and hope, trust, and loyalty. Yes. And I promise that should that not happen, even if we do succeed, if this generation of people is too blind and stupid to accept the reality, I will not let his name nor yours be forgotten amongst the ranks of these soldiers, and I will make sure that your father's name and your name is redeemed in the next generation. When all of these older people have forgotten or moved on. Thank you. I won't be here to see it. <laughs> but I know it will happen, and I will ensure that it does. I cannot find sufficient words to state the gratitude that I have for you and all that you have done for me, for my friends, and for the people of Fjordane. Your father would have done the same. It is what a good man does. Yes. You're a good man, Emmerich. Thank you. I mean, I would 
in a very uh, soldierly, re recognizable way, mm -hmm. place, you know, arm yeah. on shoulder and permit him to do the same to me. <sighs> I think had things for my father gone better, had I been raised in a kingdom such as this, I would have been quite fortunate to have been raised by two good knights of this kingdom. And I would have been proud to have considered you a member of my family from birth, but I am grateful to be able to consider you so now. As do I. Yeah. I would, you know, pull my hand back from his shoulder and, um, you know, slowly kind of lean my head back and look up at the ceiling and sigh and... I will see you in the morning. Of course. Why don't I bring you a drink and one for myself and I'll tell you some stories. It would be greatly appreciated. All of my father's tales were, well, sullied by the fact that he wasn't the best storyteller. He was never the best at that, but you did for sure get all of the facts. No <laughs> embellishments. Yes. Strange to think of how much he accomplished in only a few short decades of service, but... I always knew he spoke the truth, no matter how tall the tale seemed. That was him. Yes. A good man. Truly a Shit good storyteller. <laughs> Horrible. You open the door and yeah. step inside. Mm -hmm. Yeah, he goes and gets the drinks and brings them down. Mm -hmm. And sits in with you and you talk about stories of your father for the next few hours yeah. before you kind of just fall asleep with a sense of comfort mm -hmm. and almost relief that there are still people in this city that know the mm -hmm. man that your father was mm -hmm. and hearing these stories just further cements in your mind that picture of him that you know so mm -hmm. that it does not fade yeah that chivalry and honor is not dead yes and that even though he died those memories will live on with me and become a thing that i can embody and carry out to the best of my ability yes yeah I would thank Captain Emmerich and enjoy my sleep and get rid of this exhaustion. <laughs> Very good. Something to pull back to. Mm -hmm. Text him. You're back. Just gotta wait on Paul.
There he is. Our young master. <laughs> Turned. <laughs> hola, hola. <laughs> Welcome hola. back. <laughs> Friends, thank you very much for watching this evening. I really appreciate you guys being here. Um, our schedule for the end of the year uh, is we will be live next Tuesday for Oshwamp. Um, and then I believe the 19th, uh, Sunday the 19th, I don't know full details yet, what time or anything, but we're going to try to do a holiday one-shot. Mm-hmm. Um, I will post in Discord the details of that. Uh, John is going to be DMing some monstrous thing, so mm-hmm. that's, you know. You know, spooky Christmas. Scary Christmas. <laughs> this year. <laughs> uh, so anybody that, that, you know, wants to hang out for that, we'll, uh, I'll post more details when we further discuss it and, and know what that is. Um, but yeah, this is the last Adorus episode of the season. We have people traveling, uh, leaving this weekend. So unfortunately we will not be able to play again next week. Um, but we will, uh, have an episode of Oshwamp on Tuesday and then that one shot. And then we will be back, I believe Monday, January 3rd with Oshwamp and the 7th of January with Adorus. Um, Siren, thank you again for the sub and Vulpix. Genuinely, thank you so, so much for the hundred dollar donation funding us for the month. Mm -hmm. Really, really appreciate it. It helps genuinely keep us going and, and pay for these things that we do have to pay for to, to make this happen. So thank you. Yes. Do you want to clarify with January the 3rd being a different day for... Right. Yes. Um, I believe January the 3rd. It is a Monday. I believe that's the point when we are going to switch uh, to Mondays going forward. Um, it might be the 4th, but in the future, at some point soon, we, we will be we will be switching to Monday for Oshwamp instead of Tuesday, but I will also post that in Discord. Thank you for mm-hmm. pointing that out. Um, I will let everybody know when we fully uh, figure that out. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, thank you guys very much. I appreciate you being here immensely, and we will see you on Tuesday for the final episode of Oshwamp of the holiday season. Good night, everybody. Good night. Bye-bye. Good night.